0: Tired of conflict, drama, fighting, and people problems? Are you ready to learn the simple skills to improve all your relationships and make them thrive? Well, it's easier than you think. Relationship Radio brings you practical advice to be your best and improve your life. We break down the complicated problems and make them simple and easy. And when you know better, you can do better. Here are master life coaches Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles.
1: Welcome to Relationship Radio on Voice America, where we make healthy relationships simple and easy. So once you know better, you can do better. I'm Nicole
2: Cunningham. And I'm Kim Giles. We're excited to be with you today.
1: Now on today's show, we're discussing self-comparison and self-esteem. So we're going to get into the nitty gritty of what Where do you actually get your worth? How do you determine your value? And how are we setting ourselves up for failure to feel bad about ourselves?
2: And why are we so overly focused on what everybody else is doing and what they look like and what they have and comparing constantly – our value to their value. It drives me crazy and we all do it, Nicole. It
1: is a, it's is—it's almost a universal issue. And, and I have to tell you, we've coached together a combined 30 years. I was a lot of the time Southern Hemisphere, you in Northern Hemisphere. We've talked about this a lot. This is not just a female-dominated issue. We often think that it might have because we place more value ac- according to our parents, things like that. But I've met a lot of people in the corporate, the executive coaching
2: that we do in all these years, that men are just as equally affected. They are. I think it, it's more a factor of what shape they are, Nicole, and, and we've got some shapes that are a little more hung up on fear of loss and being mistreated, and then we've got shapes that are more focused on failure, inadequacy, and how they look, and, and I think all of those shapes that have a lot of fear of failure, this is an issue. It doesn't matter if you're male or female. Yeah, I agree with you completely, and I think that this is something that we, if
1: we don't learn this, we never really step into our truth. I really think this is oh, one you, of those you things. You don't
2: claim who you are. No. You don't find your power. You don't live authentically. I love True.
1: that word. I was just about to use that myself. Authentic living and co-creation with the universe. I mean, we all want to get to that place, don't we, where we're actually just 100% in our own skin and rocking it. And I have to tell you, it's only been the last few years that I I feel I'm finally taking away those last few layers for myself. And the the 12-shaped system and and being able to identify myself as an arrow has been such a big part of that for me.
2: You know, I, I hear from all of our clients, though, and I have to tell you for myself, too, I've got the skills and tools now to when that fear shows up, know how to process my way out of it. But I don't know if it ever goes away. There's always this little voice in the back of your head, especially those of us that have fear of failure, that's always whispering that I'm that I'm not good enough and, and still wanting to compare. I really think it's something that we're going to have to work on the rest of our life. And I don't say that to discourage everybody because actually having the skills and tools to do that we're going to make it so much easier
1: it's so true and i think that the way that we see ourselves is in relation to the world around us and you've only got to look at the social media frenzy that is out there how many of us lose our self-esteem within the first five seconds of being awake because we lay there in the dark we look at that screen we're on facebook and someone's off on a holiday on some beautiful island in hawaii and that's where it starts it starts in that moment where we're comparing ourselves with others going you know what, The life that I want. This is crappy for me because I've got to get up and I've got to do washing today and I've got to feed these kids again and I've got to get them out to school or you know what, I'm still in that job that I don't like and the car that doesn't work this is where it starts. It starts in those first few moments. And so we hope that today's show will be something that you're saving on your phone, that you're going to listen to as you're getting ready in the morning to consciously implement the school, the skills and the tools that we're using on today's show to help you change this. Cause it's going to be something you're going to need to refer back to.
2: It is. And Nicole, I have to confess. Um, yeah, not only I, I did turn my cell phone off <laughs> and yet it's still just ring. Um, but I go back and listen to our old shows myself and I know you do too oh, the the resource bank that we
1: have created since we started this radio show um, and I have to tell you our biggest fan is my gorgeous nine-year-old Annika she, every night she, she really goes to listens bed
2: to relationship she thinks we're
1: hysterical she thinks we're <laughs> so funny and she just loves it and she always asks me what are you talking about this week and what's the latest on the show I mean we've got some a little nine-year-old groupie God love her
2: yeah and you know one thing I want all our listeners to know is you and i are not coming from this place of we have this all mastered so we'll tell you what you need to do because you're still battling it and we've got it all figured out are we We're in the trenches with everybody. We are. And I
1: think it's one of the magical things for for me in coming to America and really bringing the 12 shape relationship system to the world is that I finally can laugh at myself. And that's an important expression of who I am, to authentically be able to laugh at myself. Now, we we had a big speech yesterday um, here in Utah, and we just did. We allowed almost 200 women to laugh at themselves because they, they could actually see their unbalanced behavior. They could see their balanced behavior. And I think this is such an important part of our self-esteem is we've got to be able to not only be
2: accountable and accept our faults, but we've got to be able to laugh. Oh, we do. Matter of fact, that, that was such a powerful training. And I'm so glad we get to do this so often to go out to a group and teach them all about their shapes and how to get along with each other. But uh, probably a big focus every time we do that is is explaining the power of the whole 12-shaped system is embracing who you are and that you are different and what just totally wired differently from other people who are a different shape and that that's okay and that we get to celebrate who we are and stop wishing we were what everybody else is. I think it's it's one of the most powerful things that the program does for people. So the
1: reason we chose shapes, people ask us all the time, why did we choose shapes? We chose shapes because there is no shape that's better than any others. You can't say an octagon is better than a triangle or has more value. And this really takes us into our first uh, piece of, of valuable content and skills for today's show is that everybody has the same value now we've put it into a 12 shape system and if you don't know what shape you are yet uh, jump onto 12shapes.com take the survey or text 12shapes to 801-666-2932 and you can take that survey now and and work out what your shape is but the reason we chose shapes is because every single person on the planet has the same value and the system's not about labeling or or reducing anybody to anything putting a box around them it's about us being able to accurately accurately identify and see ourselves as having the same value so we've got to be able to laugh at ourselves you and I as arrows we can't do hair and makeup like the stars and the octagons and I cannot manage a closet and and manage a home like a star uh, like a um, a square or a diamond Diamond. and that's okay but we have the same value and and this is is part of the crux of why we have unhealthy self-esteem and why we compare ourselves to others is because we look outside ourselves particularly as women and we say I have to be like that in order to have value.
2: You're right. That's the total problem. So, you know, one of my favorite things that we teach is to help people understand the real reason that we have this fear that we're not enough and that we're always comparing. And, and so I'm going to go into psychology a little bit here on this call. I want everybody to understand the reason that this fear plays out in your head all day, every day is because of a very core foundational belief that you have that you accept it as a small child and everybody you know has accepted it as a fact it's not a fact it's just a belief but it's the belief that human value can change that it can go up and down that you can lose weight or make more money or do better and literally gain more value and finally feel good about yourself but that that also means that if you gain weight or lose your job or or make mistakes that your value can go down and And because you believe that human value can change, you also believe that some human beings have more value than other human beings. And that is the problem. It's just that belief that you honestly believe some humans are more valuable. That's the belief we have to change if we're going to improve our self-esteem and stop the comparing. We've got to decide that for us, we believe all people Have the same value, and they it can't change. You can't gain more, and you can't lose value. You're always the same as everybody else.
1: Now, this is the slippery slope that we all live in. This is the roller coaster that every person listening to this call, every one of our listeners, is saying. I feel like that when I'm good, okay, I feel rock solid, and then something happens, and I'm triggered, and then I start this roller coaster. So I'm hearing you, Kim, and I want to play around with this idea. And I think in a peachy world, I could I could do this some of the time, but it doesn't make sense to me to be able to do it all. The time. And, and the reason is, is that we hemorrhage, we leak value according to four things. We place our value according to our appearance, according to our performance, according to our property, and according to what other people think of us, the opinions of others. And so they're the four triggers that, that I hear you, Kim. And I say, yeah, we all have the same value. We're okay. And, and, and I leave the house for the day. And then I've only got to see one of those mums in the minivans who has those perfect blonde curls here in Utah. And it triggers that button for me about appearance. And before you know it, I'm back there comparing myself to
2: others. Okay, so I really encourage everybody listening to the show to take a minute and let's let's take an account of how much you do this. What about your appearance or are you afraid isn't good enough? Is it your weight? Is it your hair? Is it that you don't know how to do makeup very well like Nicole and I can't? Um, is it is it your feet are too big? Your ears are too big? What is it about your parents that you are afraid isn't enough. And then what about your performance? Where do you feel like you're not good enough and not a good enough parent, not good enough at work, not a good enough spouse? Where in something that you do, do you find fault in yourself? And and what about your property? Does your house make you not good enough? Does your car make you not good enough? I realized years ago that I literally look at some of the old crappy furniture in my house. I've got uh, a dresser in my bedroom that my daughter as a little girl carved her name into the wood. And it's just, it's awful looking. And I, you allow that to affect your value. I, I sometimes look at it and think, Oh man, look at me. I still have all this crappy furniture and, and I know oh, I'm not alone on this. I know there's, there's things about your property that you let affect your value. So this is a big one for men
1: too. Oh, it is. We we talk to the a lot of car they drive. Yeah. The, the executives that we coach, they the suits they wear and the shoes. There's there's something here mm-hmm. with men and shoes here in Utah.
2: Well, I think it's everywhere, because you know I was just in Italy, and I have to tell you, Italians have the best oh, I shoes. Bet. I can overview that shoes. Yeah, I can, but yeah. there is, there's something about those things. So let's link
1: this to the shapes for our listeners. Okay. So if you're a person who's really values appearance, and that's one of your triggers. You are more likely to be a diamond, an octagon, or a star, okay? Because it's those ones. Now if you're saying, hang on, but I'm an oval and I'm a circle and I'm still affected. Yes.
2: And I'm an arrow and I still have it. Yes,
1: but but more than than others, those shapes are the ones who are going to really be affected and triggered by parents and true, comparing that to others. We're
2: a little more focused on performance. I'm harder on myself about performance. So
1: the ones who are influenced by performance are our diamonds, our ovals. And our arrows. Okay, so they're the ones who, if I don't get that to do list done or my house doesn't look a certain way or I'm not getting that next promotion, the performance and what it is that we do matters more.
2: Okay, and I would probably say rhombuses and squares have that a little bit too.
1: They do, a yeah, little bit. a little bit. Okay. Now, the things you're talking about, the
2: dresser, and we're talking about yeah, the shoes. The car
1: and the okay, clothes. and
2: the stuff. So, yeah. this is
1: more our stars and our octagons our triangles and our rhombuses because they value uh, life and and they value what it is that they do in the world according to the things that are around them. So they are more likely to be influenced. And then finally, that last piece that I mentioned is the opinions of others. Now, that's very much the people on the people line, that first level of the grid that we have on the 12shapes.com, which is our hearts, our circles, and our octagons.
2: And I would throw in all the shapes that have a lot of fear of failure. So the arrows, the ovals, the The stars. stars. And the rectangles yeah. even worry a little bit about what people think of them and their the, the way they're perceived. Yeah. So this is important for, for us to look at because
1: you're going to be triggered by all four of those all at the same time sometimes or all in the one day. But if you know that about yourself and say, you know what, I'm listening to this call and I'm a square and I totally get that. Now, I want to link this to one of our our. Clients at the moment, Kim, in that we work with a lot of high risk teens, and we run a lot of work with that. Now, I have found that regardless of what shape they are, this appearance piece and this how they're the opinions of others is very much about it's just their stage of
2: life. Oh, yeah. The, I, and I remember being that way, too, as a teenager. My whole world is what everybody thought of me and if I was popular and I, if I had friends or not. Yeah. And so we do this work
1: and we do the behavioral assessment with them and, and we identify what shape they, is, they are. But we really have to educate. And I'm thinking of one of our, our teens that we have at the moment who I've really had to educate and say, so you get a choice to participate in that or you get to make a decision around your own value. And this is really what we wanted to teach our clients on this call and or our listeners, is that you have to make a decision for yourself how you determine your value. Otherwise, your subconscious will choose for you.
2: Right. You literally have to choose a system. Either you're going to base your value on those four things and it's going to go up and down, and, and in reality, you will never feel good enough if you choose that system. Or you're going to choose that all human beings have the same value. And it doesn't matter how your hair is today, what you look like, what you're driving, no matter what, you've got the same value all the time. Now, Nicole, we have found to really make this stick, it's gotta become part of the language in your family. It's gotta be how you handle every single thing that happens. And I know you and I both have been working on our kids, our, our family nonstop. To have this so that every time someone makes a mistake and they drop a dish and it shatters all over the kitchen floor, someone in the house will immediately yell out, well, at least it didn't affect your value. So this is a big one
1: about when, you know, the kids come and say, what do you think? Should I wear this to the birthday party? Or it, it comes up again when parents are talking about their kids' grades, because these are the things in which the world determines our value, our SAT scores. Okay, I've got to get the American driver's test done. It's on my calendar, and I'm already...
2: We've been trying to get you to do that, American driver. And I've been in denial for 18 months, right? (laughs) I'll I'll call myself
1: out on that. And I'm I'm looking at my calendar in three weeks' time, and I'm thinking, this is not going to determine my value. I have to make a very conscious choice, but there are certain things in life and certain things that are part of being school and part of having to pay bills and having to be a citizen that we have to conform with. But we do get to choose whether it determines our value or not. So we have to make a decision.
2: Yep, you've got to pick a a mindset around human value, a system. And if you you don't choose it, your subconscious is going to choose for you. And it's going to choose the worldly system that makes you never feel like you're good enough. So, Nicole, we've done a whole call on Relationship Radio all on this one issue. It was our Human Behavior 101 call uh, show. So we really recommend if people haven't heard that one, that's A winner you got to go back and make sure you listen to that one the language has to
1: change in your home too though so every time that you and and it's got to happen in your own head so every time that you make a mistake you've got to be there saying good thing it doesn't affect my value right every time that there is an opportunity for for you to have mucked up in some way or you do consciously compare yourself to the woman in the minivan with the curls you've got to be so fast and on it so quick to say that is so good for her, and I'm not going to stand into a place of judgment. And I'm so happy for her that she can look that beautiful, right? But it does not take away from my value. It takes some pretty big girl panties to do that. I
2: think it. My language, I think I use more often is I. We still have the same value. All of us do, and and it, it's the same thing. But there's something in my head. That when I see somebody that would normally intimidate me, to just remind myself we still have the same value. It doesn't matter where some of us have talents in one area versus another area. All across the board, we have the same value. And I love that you brought up the grades with the kids. I think that's a really important one. When my kids bring home an A or when they bring home an F on a test, either way, my response is largely the same. That, well, this is an interesting experience. But at least it doesn't affect your value. You have the same value either way. Anything you do different next time. You know, how do you feel about it? What could you learn from this? But it doesn't change your value. And if we're consistently doing that, Nicole, we're going to raise confident kids. So while you're away in
1: Europe um, having your holiday holiday, I ran one of our parenting classes and every month we run parenting or marriage classes. And I got an email this week from one of the families that, that came to the class while you were away that was she said, look, I've just finished your book and I've read it four times because it's such a quick and easy read and all of a sudden, I see my kids accurately and that I've actually been setting my kids up for failure because I've been riding them on this this value according to their grades. So it's completely changed everything for me because I now see that their grades are actually not their greatest strength. So this is where knowledge is powerful. When we know better, we can do better. We have to take a break. Stay with us here on Relationship Radio. You're with Nicole and Kim. Your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: Are you a fan of relationship radio? Are you ready to take your relationships to the next level? Perhaps you are still struggling with relationships in your life or struggling with your self-confidence or some negative thinking. We can assist you. Our Shape Up coaching program is available to our listeners all over the world. We offer private one-on-one coaching, group coaching, and family group sessions where we teach you about your shapes and how to really strengthen, build, and nurture each of your relationships. Discover how to resolve conflict, how to overcome fear of confrontation, and really work on your self-esteem like never before. For information about your coaching options, or if you're interested in becoming a certified coach to work with Kim and Nicole, send us an email, info at 12shapes.com. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guests today, please call one 346 9141 That's one 346 9141 If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at upskillrelationships.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. Welcome back, Nicole and Kent. We're talking how to stop comparing
1: yourself to others. And I have to tell you, Kim, I am a bigger girl, but I have always been very active. You know how much I'm committed to CrossFit. And I have always compared myself to other women, right? I'm I'm quite large-breasted, and so I've had this amazing experience lately that I found this new sports bra that is just absolutely killer. It's completely changed my life and I'm no longer comparing myself to all the other breasts in the boom. Uh, and I love it that you love this so much. You got them to sponsor the radio I did. I, I called them up and I said, you have no idea how this has changed my life. And we're all about empowering women and our listeners, you know, are all about, you know, encouraging and and, and changing their lives. Please come and be a sponsor of our show. So they have, and they're called Zaya Active. Now they Okay, ha- now you have to say Z for those oh, do I? in America. <laughs> oh, and they have the coolest workout gear. I not only love their sports bra, but I love everything that they do. I've completely redone all my fitness wardrobe. I love it. Check it out and, and go and have a shop. It is so cool. And thank you for being our sponsors and supporting Relationship Radio. Yeah. Now, the other thing before we get into the conscious is that we now have a new part of Relationship Radio every week where we choose a listener of the week. We receive so many emails and so many texts uh, about how our shows are changing people's lives. Oh, we appreciate those notes so much, so much from so many people. Yeah, and so if you would like a free copy of our book, just text us 801 Six six twenty nine thirty two, or send us an email info at 12shapes.com tell us what is it that you love about the show what do you want us to talk about in what way have your relationships changed or even uh, your relationship with yourself changed by knowing about your shape in the 12 shape system uh, so I want to tell you about Scott from Arizona now he wrote to us this last week and he shared with us how the Blending Families show completely helped him and his wife and that they listened to the show together I love that they listen to it together and they their new skills and new tools have started to be invested in their family. They're keeping each other accountable and, and they're, they're blending a family and they're just, they're taken off. Things are changing for them. So I'm so excited. Um, and Scott, thank you so much for texting us. And, and, we've and got I a, got a
2: book out in the mail to him yeah, yesterday. Yeah, so your book so is on
1: the way. Enjoy the book and thank you so much. So if you would like a free copy of our book, text us 801-666-2932. Let us know how the show is influencing your life and your relationship or give us an email.
2: All right. So, Nicole, I'm so excited to jump back into this content because this honestly is one of my favorite topics, helping everybody feel better about themselves and not comparing. So another thing that we wanted to talk about on the show today is all the ways that we divide ourselves from other people. And and there's really obvious one that are differences in human beings. We are different races and different colors. We're different religions. We're different political viewpoints, which these are differences that can cause a lot of conflict and a, and a wide wedge in between us with other people. I, I think in America right now, we're seeing a lot of that in the political Arena, and, th- and there's a real big divide between these, these differences, these two different sides. Um, but there's a lot of smaller ways we divide ourselves from, from people, and, and I laugh every day as I see people talk about their sports team. Well, I cheer for this team, and you cheer for that team, and you guys are, are worse than us. We're the better ones, even here in, in the states, Coke or Pepsi people. Oh, yeah, Mayo or Miracle Whip people. Does this
1: stuff matter? Apparently it does. Although I'm a Vegemite person and the rest of uh, of the world that is not Australian are not Vegemite. So I suppose I've got a thing there too (laughs) because I have my clients ship me, uh, my Australian clients ship me more Vegemite
2: because I just miss it. And you can pay me to eat that. What's wrong with you people? I know. (laughs) See, we do it. We do it. This is the issue. This is the issue that we at some subconscious level we like these differences because they can make us feel better than others smarter so is this about within, belonging to it is
1: it is it's so what is it about us that feels so unsafe because we compare ourselves to others that we can't just stand up and rock authentically who we are that we have to attach ourselves to a group or a belief system in order to belong and then feel
2: safe okay so i want to explain it from psychology standpoint Because we have all of this fear that we're not good enough, at the subconscious level, we like to look for things that are wrong in other people. Because if we can see what's wrong with them and we can focus on ways that they're not enough, it takes the focus off us and our insecurities and reasons we might not be enough. And especially if I can find a reason to cast them as the bad ones, the ones that are of less value, it's sort of by default so makes we, me think I'm above. So what we call this projection in psychology. Yes, we do. Yeah. Uh, but it happens subconsciously. It's not like we're going out and purposely doing this. We, we do it subconsciously to, to quiet this horrible fear. But we have the power to end all of this by choosing that perspective that we talked about before the break, that all human beings have the same value and reminding ourselves all day, every day, that no matter what team you cheer for, no matter what you put on your toast, you've got the same value as everybody else. And. Really, this one thing, I believe, Nicole, has the potential to completely change the world. Because if you look at every single problem going on on the planet, underneath it somewhere is this idea that some people are better than other people. And if we could all change that belief and see others as having the same value as we all the time... It literally could be a game changer for the whole world. So we have to then see ourselves
1: and see ourselves, uh, see others accurately, which means that in any moment in time, we get to live in one of those those two states that we talk about all the time, the the balanced or the unbalanced. And if I'm not sure if our listeners have realized yet, but on our website, 12shapes.com,
2: every single one of our shapes has a light and a dark side. Well, we haven't really talked about our little cartoon characters that we just adore. We think they're the cutest thing in the world of our 12 shapes. But yeah, I I would guess not a lot of even our loyal fans have really noticed that each one of the shapes has a light side and a dark side. On them. And now we created that very intentionally because we all have those
1: two aspects, that balanced and unbalanced. A lot of other authors talk about the shadow self, you know. The
2: higher self, lower things self. Things like
1: that. Now, we're trying to make it simple and easy for people to get their heads around so we don't use fancy language. But if we can accept and be accountable for that in us and we can see that accurately in others, then we can live this principle that you're talking about, which is us all having the same value, which means we don't need to compare. So I'm not there saying, well, you know what, my side is better than your dark side right (laughs) or my light side is better than your light side and so the the key words here are accuracy and clarity because if I can see my world accurately I can see it with clarity I can be resourceful I can learn new skills I can implement them all of a sudden I can feel good about myself
2: so well, I have to tell you, Nicole, after our presentation to those hundred businesswomen yesterday, where we went over the shapes, I did have a woman come up to me and kind of whisper it in my ear. So really, which is the best shape? We and get that all the time. We do. We get that all the time. And I said, okay, you're missing the whole point. There is no better shape. Every shape has good behavior and bad behavior. We just have different good behavior and bad behavior. We have different strengths and different weaknesses than everybody else, but we all have both. And that is the point that we want everybody to get, that those beautiful star women with the perfect makeup and the outfits that are just so incredible that you and I see and go, oh, my gosh, I can never be as good as that. Those are the very moments when we need to say, OK, yes, yes that is one of her her talents she's got weaknesses too. i've got different talents and different weaknesses but we have the same value and it's just got to become part of our language all day every day so we've got to stop comparing and we've actually got to start living authentically
1: up to our strengths so if you don't know what they are yet get onto 12shapes.com take the relationship survey and look at that list listen to the six minute video that's on the website buy the book read the chapter about your shape because if you aren't playing to your strengths you're always going to feel bad about yourself it's such a hard i mean i I laugh we spend half our our week kim in a a dark recording studio the other half of our week we spend on the stage with spotlight i mean it's the total you know (laughs) we we do live like drinks which means that i can stand up there on stage and i don't have to be like those octagon women and the star women the diamond women who are perfect but this has taken a, a very conscious re-education process it because is. like every other girl, I was taught that that's perfect and that's what we're going for and that's what boys go for. I mean, I was told this and this is what I, I've had to consciously reprogram and say, no, 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 I've got that list there. I'm an arrow and I know that the greatest thing that I can do is be authentically me, which means I'm going to work. I'm going to share my knowledge. I'm going to be passionate. I'm going to get them with my love. And so, if we you're not playing to those strengths, you really you're behind the eight ball.
2: Yeah, that's absolutely true, Nicole. One of the most powerful parts of the trainings that we do with their corporate or, or private groups and families, um, we did yesterday when we divided the room of a hundred women to tables of sh- their shape. Right? Oh, it's so fun! It is so fun. But we asked each table to talk about what their best behavior looks like and what their worst behavior looks like and it is so amazing to have have this table of people who are exactly like you who when they start to share what their worst behavior is you go oh my gosh I do that too that is we all have the same bad behavior there are so many aha in the room it's it's so many hearts it just blows them away, doesn't it? It does. That all of of the circles or the arrows like me do that. But we all have that bad behavior. Suddenly makes you feel so much better. Which is why You're we not do it, broken. isn't it? Yeah. You're just wired this way. We need to
1: normalize. So if we can normalize it is everything that we are, we need to that will automatically stop the comparison to others. It will.
2: So one other little uh key that came up in our tr- this mindset shift to see everybody is having the same value. One of the key things that you have to focus on is giving up judgment. And, and this is one that kind of is a, it's, it's hard for some of our shapes. They, they have a natural tendency towards a lot of judgment. But as long as you are staying in judgment and seeing other people as not good enough. You're giving power to the old system, and you will continue to always feel you're not enough as long as you do that. So until you can give up judgment and really let everybody be good enough, no matter what they're doing that's bugging you or driving you crazy, uh, that is going to be the key to improving your own self-esteem. So if you're listening to that
1: and, and saying, yes, Kim, that's me. I struggle with judgment. I try to get them with my love. I try to you know adjust my thinking and get them in this universal principle of truth where I know that love and fear can't exist, but I still judge, you may find yourself being a rectangle, a square, a cross, or an octagon. Because those four shapes, um, I find it easier to hold on to the past and to judge others as a way of feeling good about themselves. And that's that's just a learned behavior, and you can change that.
2: And, and all of us have got learned bad behavior that we've got to work on that just happens to be the one that shows up with those shapes, but we've all got our stuff we get to work on too, right? So let's talk about how we set ourselves up for success because
1: I think that we've touched on a little bit, Kim, that we all think that something else should be better. And I think a lot of us go for that perfection as that's the highest and only level that's actually truly going to to make the grade that's the only score that's okay so if you are still living in that delusion around perfectionism do yourself a favor get rid of that one okay because it's not realistic but there are lots of other ways in which i think particularly as women we set ourselves to fail set ourselves up to fail every single day
2: so give us some examples what do you
1: have in mind well i think a lot of us Actually, out of the gates, we put too much on our plate every single day, whether it's that to-do list or whether it's that we um, don't have the energy or we're not nourishing our body enough. I think I think we every single day, I think most women on the planet are trying to achieve more than what's
0: possible.
2: Oh, I think you're so right. Matter of fact, in coaching, we'll often have them write down everything that they think they need to get done this week. And, and then we'll give them a calendar and have them start plugging those tasks in and see if it's even possible that it will all fit. Because it's interesting to see it on paper, that it's literally impossible. But this is a great exercise if you're someone who does that. And, and a lot of our clients are list people. And, and I find lists often set you up to fail because they're so overwhelming. I mean, no matter what you start working on, you still have 500 other things on the list waiting to be done, too. So if you'll take the time, instead of having a list, actually go to your calendar and block off time to do all those tasks, it forces you to be more realistic about what you can accomplish. And I love that we're, we give such usable tips like this on the radio show. Because guys, this is the kind of thing that these changes are going to make a huge difference and you can start that today.
1: And it's all about productivity, isn't it? Because so many of us, because we're comparing ourselves to others, because we're going for this level of perfect or even this superwoman delusion, right? I'm trying to be superwoman because she exists. She doesn't exist. No, <laughs> Let's just not getting ourselves there. It doesn't exist. Okay. But I think because of that, we, we're actually not accountable. And so we we live in this bit of a delusion, which is if I try harder and I just do more or I get less sleep or I just cut that out, and, and that's really where that vicious cycle continues because we feel we can earn this value. Right. So I think a big part of this is to drop that delusion. I, I've had to, um, I've got a new person in my life who's a new nanny to my, um, to my kids and is helping me doing the homeschooling. And, and so she, every time she comes over, she just shakes her head. She goes, I just don't know how you do it all. And I just said to ha- you know, I need to stop you there because you are putting me on a pedestal because you see me as this, you know, career woman and, you know, there's got lots of pieces in our life and the kids and I'm a single mom and all this stuff. You're already diminishing your value because you just see what it is that I do. Now I don't live in kind of this delusion of, of perfection. And I also don't do busy as this identity, but there's some part of her that's going, Oh my goodness. And she's putting me into this category. And I'd say, you know what? Can you please not do that? Because that takes away from your value and it also puts pressure on me. It does. And I think we do this with our friends. I think that the people we're closest with, we do most comparison there.
2: So another tip, Nicole, I think that would benefit all of us is to sit down and figure out in a week, what's the most important things that actually have the most value to you and your family and your and your job? What Where is it most important that you spend your time and and try to look for some things that are less important that you could let go of, the more that we can simplify and we can make sure that we're scheduling time for those most important things and letting some of those others go, we're setting ourselves up to be more successful. I, I know there's, if if we look at what other people are doing, there's lots of other things we could add to our plate that would be good. But why but would we not do it? Necessary. Yeah. Why would we do it? This is yeah. learning to prioritize, Yeah. isn't it? And, and I have to admit, I sometimes look at how clean your house is and go, oh my gosh, my house is not. That it's not as big of a priority to me right now. And it's not a pigsty. It's not the health department doesn't need to be called in. But I, it's not as high of a priority to me. And I've got to be okay with that because that's a choice I'm making. And I'm happy with that choice.
1: You really are. And I so really am. that's a key word. I I'm, I feel like it's hitting me between the eyes, prioritize. Set yourself up to succeed by making the priorities according to what you value, not what you think you should be doing. We're going to take another break. Stay with us here on Relationship Radio. You're with Nicole and Kim.
2: it's your world
1: motivate change succeed Voiceamericaempowerment.com. empowerment.com
0: are you a fan of relationship radio are you ready to take your relationships to the next level Perhaps you are still struggling with relationships in your life or struggling with your self-confidence or some negative thinking. We can assist you. Our Shape Up coaching program is available to our listeners all over the world. We offer private one-on-one coaching, group coaching, and family group sessions where we teach you about your shapes and how to really strengthen, build, and nurture each of your relationships. Discover how to resolve conflict, how to overcome fear of confrontation, and really work on your self-esteem like never before. For information about your coaching options or if you're interested in becoming a certified coach to work with Kim and Nicole, send us an email, info at 12shapes.com.
2: Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
1: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment.
0: You are listening to relationship radio to reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today. Please call one 346 9141 That's one 346 9141 If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at upskillrelationships.com. Now back to relationship radio.
2: Welcome back, everybody. You're here with Nicole and Kim, and today we're talking about self-worth and how to stop comparing ourselves with other people. And Nicole, before we jump back into some content for everybody, I, I want to talk for a minute. We hear from people every day that they listen to the show, and this is helping, but at some level, it's almost making it harder because they're more and more aware of what the problem is and that they are afraid, and that they're afraid they're not good enough all the time. And they and they actually need a little bit more support than just listening to the radio. So I wanted to make sure today that we let everybody know that we actually do offer coaching programs to help anybody that wants to really work on this stuff and become their best. And we've got a great, really fun coaching opportunity coming up right now. This is something I've wanted to do for a long time. We're finally launching it, and it's a coaching for women it's an 8 week program that's all online by video conference call so anybody from anywhere in the world can join us and and be part of this and it's very inexpensive and we would love if if you, if you know that this is what you need because you're loving this show let me tell you this is a life changing opportunity i had a gal in my office yesterday that just finished the 8 week program with me and the difference in her in eight weeks was unreal. They just
1: walk into the office differently. We are so lucky to have this job. And
2: often they're crying the first session and by the last one they're like, I can't believe what a mess I was. I feel so capable, confident. I know who I am now. I've got the strength. I I can handle whatever comes. And and honestly, the skills and tools we can give you in coaching that we really can't do over the radio show uh, just – rocket your progress forward. So if if this is interesting to you, please go to 12shapes.com or just email us as well. Info at 12shapes.com it comes directly to us.
1: If you ever need anything um, or, you, or you need some help, there is so much suffering out there and we, we have the best job. We can help people. And,
2: and we don't want to exclude the men. We offer lots of coaching options. Honestly, we've got options to fit any budget. If you want some help, we want you to get in touch with us and we'll make sure we get you what you need. Um, if you listen to this and what you've really been thinking is you'd like to be a coach. We also have a program certifying people to be a coach and to use our program with with clients. And we've got a group starting soon. And so if that would interest you, again, send us an email at info at 12shapes.com and let us know because we would love to have you in our next certification class.
1: All right, let's get back to these unrealistic expectations because I think that there is not a single person listening to this saying, "You know what? There's not one part of my life that I'm setting myself up to fail." Now I do this by taking the children to the grocery store with me.
2: Really? That, that's I'm, the problem. That's that's how I set myself up to fail. Okay, give me more details. Okay, okay, here
1: I am being totally conscious. You know how I love budgets, and you <laughs> know how I love keeping on touch of, of things, yeah. and I only buy what needs to happen, and I've got all my meals planned. You know how You're I do very all that. Organized, right? And they come with me, or they don't come with me. I allow them. Let me take responsibility. I I bring them with me. And it's like, nah, what about this? Nah, what about this? And then they come and they cover the label. They're like, there's no chemicals in this one. This one doesn't have MSG. I mean, (laughs) no, 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 no. Right? So there's so many little ways in which we set ourselves up to fail. Now, why do I do this? Because my priorities are wrong. Instead, on some level, I'm just like, let me quickly do this. And then we're going to have more free time on the weekend. And then I resent the fact that I've got $40 extra in my shopping trolley or cart here in America. And I've all got all this chemical stuff that I don't allow into our bodies. And so I end up giving it away. I mean, I've, I've got to be my own solution here, truly.
2: Okay. So we need to make some priorities and make some changes. <laughs> but what if,
1: what if we don't know how to do this, Kim? Because every single person does this because they don't know better.
2: You know, honestly, having any third person and you show them what you're doing, they can help you to see pretty quick logically what you're missing (laughs) because we're making some emotional decisions, not some logical ones. Uh, Nicole, the other thing I I really want to bring out is just how our expectations end up making us feel terrible about ourselves in our life. I really think one of the main causes of suffering in our life is our expectations about how we think things should be looking or being. And and one of my favorite, favorite quotes, and I talk about all the time from Buddha, is that it's your resistance to what is that causes your suffering. And I see myself all day, every day resisting what is. This isn't what I wanted. I wanted this to go different. And because it didn't go that way, there must be something wrong with me. And It's those pesky expectations. They just set us up. Now, I've
1: I've also been privileged to see you take control of this one, though.
2: Yeah, I've worked on
1: it. You, but you've got this beautiful meditation room in your house now, and you do. You spend every day a few moments in there, and you read the Course of Miracles, or you pray, or you meditate. You've got this beautiful space now,
2: and you do. You take responsibility. Well, I try, but I still think I find myself disappointed and frustrated in myself and other people. And and the big practice that I think makes the biggest difference of all is to get more in trust with the universe. And and I've chosen to see the universe as a classroom, as a, as a wise teacher that is literally it's job is to help me grow and learn. And so What it's sending in my life every day are the experiences that I need to grow, not necessarily the ones I want or I had planned. And so as things hit, instead of resisting it and feeling bad about myself and my life that things don't look the way I wanted them to, I have to consciously choose to trust that it's perfect as it is and that whatever is here, it's here to serve me and make me stronger, better, and more loving on some level. Okay, so let's
1: take a moment then. So you're listening to this show at home or you're on the treadmill, you're doing makeup in the morning, you're laying in bed, you're listening to us now and you're saying, you know what? My life is not the way that I want it to be. There is a whole bunch of stuff I'm not prioritizing. I compare myself to other women all the time. I always feel like I'm behind the eight ball. What are we saying to those
2: women today? Okay, so first of all, we've, we're giving exercises they can do to start with, but I would still throw out consider some outside help because uh, we can help you get farther faster than you could do on your own now all these exercises we're giving you are fantastic and really work. I, I think it's be so powerful to sit down and, and make a list of everything you do or that you expect yourself to do in a week and then go back through that list and figure out what really matters the most. Which ones do you care about? Because they have the most value to you based on your values. Because whatever is in your life right now is
1: because you chose it to be there on some level. Even if it's a subconscious choice. Now, there's going to be people listening to the show going, there is no way I've chosen this financial situation. (laughs) I'm up at night worrying about bills. There's no way that I've chosen this. But you know what? The law of attraction and the the life journey and the whole idea of, of life being a classroom is that every single human soul is here to grow and to evolve. And part of that growing and evolving is to experience things that are uncomfortable. So we've got that Buddha quote that we've got to look at this discomfort and we've got to change and pivot that attitude and say, in what way is this here to serve me? In what way is this going to be the thing that's going to pull me out or I'm going to learn this lesson? I'm going to step into forgiveness or compassion or I'm just going to make a different choice. So all the discomfort that you have right now, write that list down. I don't like this and I don't like this and I don't like this and then ask yourself in what way is this in my life to teach me something and what possibly could I have to learn? Because if I'm doing that, I'm not comparing, you know, miss such and such, you know, life on social media, on Facebook. I'm totally looking at mine, staring at it in the face, looking at myself in the mirror going, everything is here because I need it. So what is it that I need?
2: So Nicole I when I do those exercises I end up a little bit overwhelmed because there's so many things that I want to change and and grow and do different. So I would recommend everybody to pick one thing this week. Just one thing that you're going to work on improving or doing different for yourself, your family, at work. Whatever it is, you're going to make one positive change that'll make a difference. And then do the same thing next week or, or the week after. Pick something different. But don't overwhelm yourself that you've got to have this all figured out today. That It's not realistic and you'll be setting yourself up to fail again.
1: So you choose one. You create a lot of conscious, positive intention and effort into that one. And then everything else that you're still comparing yourself to other women or other people, you
2: forgive yourself for. Because you just say, you know what? I'm not onto that one yet. And it doesn't change your value anyway, whether you you have that one going or not. And we got to keep reminding ourselves that the whole time. Now,
1: what I love about what we teach, Kim, is that we talk about life being this classroom journey and that we all didn't sign up for the same classes. And I think that that's a really empowering thing for a lot of our clients, is that we can look at other people's lives and we say, you know what, I didn't need to learn that. Or, you know what, the circumstances in
2: which I needed to learn that was different. You know, the one for me, Nicole, is I look at, Other people's journeys, and I think, oh, well, how come their journey is so much easier than mine? Why did I get this crap? And they got the smooth sailing, wonderful, fun journey, and mine has been really, really hard. And I hear that from a lot of our clients. I know you do too. A lot of us feel like, man, this was not fair. What's up with this? So that's fear of loss. It's total fear of loss. But one of the things that has helped me. Is if I sit back and I just imagine, and this is just in my head, but I imagine before I decided to have this experience on the planet, um, if, if I'd had a parent-teacher conference and they'd asked me what classes I wanted to register for, and this was my options, I could register for some easy A's. And I I wouldn't learn very much. I wouldn't really be challenged. It wouldn't really grow, but it'd be easy. Or I could sign up for the harder classes where I could really become something amazing. And re- what would I have done? Now, every, would I have picked?
1: every client that we present that to has this uh, heart moment. It goes, oh, that's so me. I was all in. And I was saying, give it all, all at once, because I want to be my best. On
2: some level, every human soul is is committed to excellence. And and it's really those people that have had the hardest journey that we hear that from. They say, oh, man, I know me. I would have said, give me the hardest ones you've got. And apparently, that's what I did. And we've kind of changed our mind now that we realize how hard it is. <laughs> but we don't get to. We don't get to. It, they're But we have the opportunity to trust that we're in this for a reason and that this hard journey is serving us at some level. And when I see my hard journey that way, it's at least a little easier to take and I feel a little less taken from. So we have to
1: choose joy. That's the vibration. That's the learning. That's that one emotion, that lovely frequency that we have to be choosing. We have to be choosing joy on an attitude level in every single moment, because if I'm choosing joy for myself, I'm not bothered by what's going on over there and comparing because I've got plenty
2: of joy and plenty of fireworks and celebrations right here. So I have to tell you, Nicole, the person that really taught that to me was reading, uh, Victor about Victor Frankel, because honestly, I, a, anyone else that told me just choose joy when my journey's this hard, I would you just have wanted to him give him a tea. finger. Didn't you? Well, yeah. One of the two. Yeah. Um, Especially when they have a smooth, easy journey. But Viktor Frankl was someone who has some straight cred on suffering. Um, He's been through stuff way worse than anything I'll ever experience. So to read his story and have him teach that we have the power to choose our attitude. Even in the worst of circumstances, you have the power to choose a mindset that you will suffer less. And he really taught that if we choose to focus on love and we, we trust the journey, that there's meaning and purpose in it. There's a reason that we're here that we're having this experience. We suffer less and, We've been teaching these principles for 15 years to thousands of people all over the world. And and I can promise you, listener who is hearing this today, that this works. And if you will choose to see all people as having the same value as you and you will choose to see your life as your perfect classroom journey and everything that happens is here to actually bless you and grow you. Those two things will completely change how you feel and pull you out of that comparing and that suffering and and feeling terrible all the time and help you to get to that place of joy where you can choose it. So every time that you have
1: that voice that's comparing yourself to somebody else, you've got to tell it to shut up. You do. You do. You have to consciously say to that voice, shut up. I'm not doing this anymore. I am choosing consciously to feel safe and good enough about myself and my life right now. And... This this sob story or this comparison, it's no good to me. It's not going to serve me because I alone have the power to determine how I will feel in this moment. And that's the most powerful moment I'm ever going to have is the one right now.
2: And, you know, Nicole, the minute you make that choice, you now have your capacity back to show up with love towards others. And so I think the very next thing I would do if I'm in the car line and I see the beautiful mom with the perfect hair and, and I make the choice that we have the same value I'm going to then decide what what love-motivated choice could I make right now in this moment? Could I do something for myself? Could I go serve someone else? How can I be focused on love and not fear now moving forward from this moment? Because you can't do fear and love at the same time. The minute you make a love-motivated choice, the fear is gone. And and we can do those things. We can choose to trust that, that we have the same value as everybody else. And we can Focus on love because it's really who you are you are we just love.
1: have to remember it by getting out of those stories and we stopping do. that voice
2: tell her to shut up it's not helping you oh nicole i th- i really think the content today is going to help some people we appreciate everybody listening to the show we hope you got some good value out of
1: it and if we can help you in any way or you want to read our book or you know come to one of our marriage or parenting classes jump onto 12shapes.com share the relationship survey with everyone in your life it is such a game changer um and yeah thanks for joining us on the show we will see you here on relationship radio next week for more skills and advice so you can know better and do better
0: thank you for being a part of relationship radio we hope you've not only received some great ideas to improve the relationships in your life but we'll join master coaches nicole cunningham and kim giles again next thursday at noon eastern time and 9 a.m pacific time on the voice america empowerment channel until we meet again have a wonderful week